Well, yesterday we saw the president announcing the moves uh, to alert level one for South Africa. And of course, effectively, that is going to mean big changes. And I think there's been an opportunity to really get through what some of those big changes are. Uh, You know, the curfew from 12 until 4 a.m., non-essential establishments, including bars and restaurants, they have to close by 11 p.m. to allow staff to be able to go home and meet meet that midnight curfew. Um, indoor meetings now limited to 750 people. Outdoor meetings, 2,000 people. And the number of people who can attend uh, funerals increasing to about 100. We also were told about the rollout of those vaccination passports. Well, how exactly is this going to affect, you know, business effectively. Uh, Kashif Wickham is the president of the Progressive Professionals Forum and joins me now. Kashif, good morning and thanks for your time today. Kathy, and thank you for having us. So let's talk about the uh, you know move to alert level one. How does it effectively change the, the state of affairs in the country, particularly uh, you know for businesses? Well, look, Kathy, let, let's start off by, before we speak about how it positively affects the economy. We need to look at what COVID-19 has done to the economy. Now, I just want to highlight two industries which many people don't speak about, but which contribute significantly to our economy. One, the film industry in 2019 contributed 7.2 billion rand of revenue to the country. That dropped to 2.9 billion rand in 2020, Mm -hmm. with 60% job losses for the 2020 period. In tourism, foreign tourism dropped by 71% in 2020. In 2019, we had 15.8 million people visiting our country. Last year, we had 5 million people visiting our country. Tourism contributes directly about 3% to our GDP at about 150 billion. Now, of course, both tourism and the film industry was directly impacted by lockdown level 5 to 1 and by COVID-19. So how does benefit those industries, you will also be aware that hotels currently are sitting at a 5% occupancy rate, which is dismally low. So the impact of the lifting to alert level one will definitely positively or will definitely positively affect um, the economy, Cathy. And is it going to fundamentally change the way in which businesses have been running their operations? And I ask that question from the perspective of people who've been working from home and those who haven't, given the fact that, you know, if you have 750 people who are now allowed to be indoors, it seems to me that there is no longer necessarily legitimate reason for people to be working from home. You know, Kathy, many companies have now gone for the hybrid solution where people can choose or elect to work from home and then they've got these hot, they call it hot disks and people can come in twice or thrice a week and have the staff meetings there. So I, I think that it won't be business as usual as it was in 2019. I think companies will have people working from home and will have limited office space where people can come to for, for joint staff meetings, etc. This, of course, has a negative impact, Cathy, on, on properties in the major metros in our country, Durban, Cape Town, Joburg, etc., because you're now going to have vacant space mm. um, because people are working from home. And when we speak about vacant space, we mustn't say, that, okay, but that's white monopoly capital, to use those words. It has a direct impact on the cleaning staff, the service staff, 
the little takeaway on the corner who now are selling uh, lunchtime uh, takeaways to people who work in the buildings around him. So the impact of COVID-19 in the medium to long term will affect all those sectors. Over the long term, uh, Kashif, are you looking at a situation where you think business is going to move into a phase where this hybrid model of working is going to be adopted in the long run? Definitely, yes. I, I, I think that the, the type of model that we've had during lockdown levels 5 to 1 will be around. Again, we speak about a hybrid model of mm. our people engaging. Uh, I think, though, and I, we need to emphasize this, that, that human beings are not islands. We are not meant to be living on our own, in our own little home. We need to have that engagement with people. So even though one can have a team's meeting across five different cities or five different countries, you can't run a project or a business like that. Mm. So we would we would need to get to a space and a place where human interaction still, take, still takes place and must take place, Kathy. And then it takes us to our vaccine rollout. As the PPF, we are deeply disappointed by the low turnout of of, of people taking vaccines and, 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 and people who don't take vaccines. It's a very selfish position which they're taking because the, the, the economy, the health of the nation is dependent on all of us um, being vaccinated. With this rollout of vaccine certificates, are we likely to see more and more corporates, you think, coming forward and implementing vaccine mandates? Very interesting question, Cathy. Um, it, you, you know that Discovery, I think, was the first corporate that, that made that mandate yeah. on their staff. And, and labor law experts would, have, would say that it's interesting because, of course, Africa has a Bill of Rights. Um, and it would be interesting to see what the court of law are going to pronounce on whether a, an employer can force an employee to have a, a, a to be vaccinated in order to work at at the at, at the offices. Very interesting, of course. COVID nineteen and the vaccination rollout is new in this century and certainly in the last hundred odd years. So we don't know what labor what the labor courts are going to deal with it. Um, we patiently wait and see, and hope that it is a very progressive announcement. Should somebody uh, take the employer to court? Now, of course, also Kathy, the major trade unions are in a conundrum. Because the Kasatus, the Solidarities are all promoting that everybody takes the vaccine. But at the same time, if one of the members comes to them and says, listen, I think my rights are being, not being adhered to, um, what is the trade union going to do? Is Kasatu going to take the agency to court or the employer to court? Very interesting all right. conundrum that they're sitting with. Kashif Wickham, let me thank you for your time. He's the president of the Progressive Professionals Forum. So uh, that's the view then of the forum in terms of how they believe um, that this, this move to alert level one is likely to affect business. So from what I heard, though, it doesn't seem like much is going to necessarily change. So the biggest impact will really be around the kind of public activities that we're likely to see. Uh, the president said, you know, very soon they'll be announcing um, measures around um, sporting events. So what does that mean? Does that mean artists can now get back on stage and host uh, concerts or not really? Uh, if, if an artist sets up a platform as political parties do with a rally and have people coming through to attend that concert, Will, you know, that, does that fall within the 
prescription of 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 these um of 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 these uh, restrictions that that still remain in place that's just you know those are just some of the questions that are going to continue to arise and of course i'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. That's the number to use to get in touch with us this morning, 011-714-2006. On the WhatsApp line, it's 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. And Musa has your 930 News headlines.